Hey there, fellow pickers. Mike here. Jennifer and I went on a vacation and we got back with full intent on recording a new episode for this week. But while I was on vacation, I ended up getting a pneumonia in both of my lungs. And then when we flew back into San Francisco, we went to pick up our car where we parked it at a park and fly and somebody had stolen it. So we've been dealing with a little a lot of tragedy in the recent days, so we weren't able to get one out, but I didn't want to leave you anybody hanging, so if you're relatively new to the show, I hope that you enjoy episode 10 from, it seems to be one of our most downloaded episodes, so I figured we could re-release that one and uh, people would enjoy it. So, thanks everyone, and I hope you guys are doing well picking out there, and we'll get another episode out to you soon. Hey there, fellow pickers. My name is Mike Craft, and I'm coming to you from the redwoods of Northern California. And my name is Carl Mandrell, and coming to you from Castle Rock, Colorado. Nice. How you doing, buddy? How's it going out there? It's going good. It's going good. We got a guest on today that's from my neck of the woods. Excited to to talk to her. But before we get there, you were saying you got a story. You got a story of the week, yeah? I do have a story of the week for you. Okay. And it's pretty interesting to you, actually. It's about nightmares. So, you know, if you have kids in the room, just I'm, I'm warning you guys, it's uh, it's it's a little, uh, I'll try to keep it clean though. When <laughs> I, I noticed, I noticed the other night, I think you've been working me too hard, man. Cause I woke up in the middle of the night and I had a nightmare about my eBay app was open. I had all my listings yeah. and I was worried about posting on social media. Dude, okay. I was like cold sweating. It was, it was the worst thing ever. That was your nightmare. Like that is the biggest fear you have in life or one of them. It tells me that I am working way too hard on okay. this endeavor to be yeah. honest with yeah, you. Take a break, man. I'm not telling you don't have to do anything. I have not asked you to, to list a certain amount. Uh, I gave you a challenge, no, I guess, right. a couple weeks ago. We'll, we'll, we'll like circle back to that later on. But right. um, yeah, no, I th- are you, so are you more the kind of person that if something kind of negative happens, like, like a nightmare, for example, that you're like, who can I blame for this? Carl, in this case, is that your style? Carl. Yeah, Carl, you are responsible for my nightmare. Now I've just been so invested in this thing, man. It's just like when I get off of my nine to five, I jump on eBay, I start listing stuff. I, you know, I'm trying to think about social media and what's the best way to post, what's the best way to do this for us. So I just, man, I just think you're working me too hard, buddy. I need a vacation already. I'll stop asking you to do things. I'll stop. I'll stop being demanding. Wait, I feel like I already did that. So we'll see. Okay. Once Let's you're not having fun anymore, you just got to dial it back. Is what I say, especially with you know these kind of side gigs here. Yeah. But all joking aside, it was just kind of funny that I uh, found myself waking up and thinking about the eBay app being open. It was kind of funny. It is funny. Yeah, I do look. I will say, I look in the morning pretty pretty early on to see if anything sold overnight because it's crazy how often you wake up and there's like been a sale. And I don't know. It's it's. I think it's fun, but. Yeah. Um, speaking of sales, though, so we have. So hopefully, we'll learn some stuff today because we've got exactly. an experienced picker on our show. Like I said, somebody in my neck of the woods, Tiffany. How would you? Yeah, give us a rundown. Like who's who's on our show here? Yeah. So you know, I found Tiffany on Instagram. I was starting to follow her stuff. She's got uh, her sales of the week. What what caught my eye was her listings show a lot of outdoor stuff. So. Mm-hmm. 
you know, being outdoorsy too, that kind of caught my eye and then rolling through them. And then we reached out to her and asked her if she wanted to be on the show. And she, she agreed to come and talk to us. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. She did. And, and she is an excellent personality. So I'm so excited to, to talk to her and find out kind of all about her style and uh, any tips she has for us. So That's are right. you ready? You ready to jump in? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Hey there, Pickers. Today we have a special guest, Tiffany. Tiffany is a Poshmark ambassador. She also is a trucker hat aficionado. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Tiffany? uh, Family life? It sounds like you like to go hiking. Yes. um, I live in Colorado, so... It is a prerequisite. If you're going to live in Colorado, you have to love hiking. Um, and of course, I, I own a Subaru as well. So I might as well just <laughs> complete that stereotype. You fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've lived in Colorado for about a total of nine years in the Denver metro area. Absolutely love it. Having the mix of, you know, the city life, but then having access to the mountains as well. Um, you could be hiking within 30 minutes of Denver and it's just, it's an awesome place to be. Um, but yeah, I've been reselling for, I can't believe I'm going to say this for about 20 years now. So I started when I was, wow. yeah, I started when I was 10 years old. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> joking. but yeah, I started, um, uh, yeah, I started like right around college, um, kind of dabbling in the eBay world, um, just as it was, you know, kind of starting out with the dot com era and everything. Um, but recently picked up selling on Poshmark back in 2019. And then in 2022, I started utilizing cross-listing to other platforms. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so I do Poshmark, eBay, um, Mercari, and Facebook Marketplace. And hopefully some more to come in 2023. And this is like a side hustle nice. for you, right? This is not full-time. Correct. Um, so my degree in college is in journalism. Okay. Um, so naturally, I work in banking and finance because, you know, <laughs> money and uh, journalism, it goes hand in hand. But um, yeah, right. so this is purely side hustle part time for me, um, kind of like my little cushion and my vacation savings, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy it. I, you know, I really don't have a desire to do full time. I really like just having that full time, the excitement of it and kind of a little hobby that makes me some money. Right. And just to clarify, you chose not to major in eBay, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. They only had minors. Yeah. They only had minors, (laughs) a minor in eBay and then a double minor in California as well. Um, So now I I could not major in it. So maybe I should have. And, you know, the trajectory in my life would have been very different. Right. I think I would predict that in like, I don't know, in five years, there's going to be some sort of reselling major or something it may not be called like the ebay major but something like that is my prediction if it's not already out there there is carl it's called business oh <laughs> it's okay business. it's the same thing same <laughs> thing okay, but... Apples I'll and let oranges. that but i think they have like a history of taylor swift or beyonce in their music so, mm. i mean if they have that you would think at some point there's going to be a reselling major or emphasis yeah. on that as a class yeah. or as a major you think I mean, it could be a major with e-commerce. Well, I would be so proud as a parent if my kid went to school and majored in that. I'd be like, this is worth the money. This is worth it. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, they teach you how to wear the gloves at the Goodwill outlets and the bins and everything. And just give you like little, <laughs> and you're like, I'm paying $30,000 for this. 
<laughs> yeah. That's right. I don't know if you'll be a proud parent then. But Try to whatever. make your money back, you know, before the end of college. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm sure it will work its way into some business classes, you know, that the e-commerce side of it, it's definitely booming and becoming more right. profitable. So I could see it working in its way in some of the college courses Absolutely. as an example. Absolutely. For sure. Cool. So I know we were talking offline a little bit last night and you're telling me that, uh, you know, reselling kind of fills your cup. It, uh, it does the same for me, to be honest with you. Like, I don't uh, what do they call it. Retail therapy. I guess mm-hmm. I love the shopping part of it, but man, the listing part of it, uh, I'm not, not such a big fan of doing yeah. that stuff. You have any secrets on uh, listing? Do you, do you enjoy listing? I enjoy listing, but I don't enjoy the steps getting to the listing. Um, so I actually had a few hours today, a few spare hours, and I was texting with my best friend and I'm like, hey, I'll talk to you later. I am cleaning. I'm steaming. I am taking photos. I'm measuring. And then I'm listing. And I'm like, I need to be in my Zen mode. I need three hours of my time just to do this. And I have, you can't really see it, but behind me, I have piles. So I have my piles of things that have been measured, things that have been photographed, things that are ready to list. Uh-huh. Um, it's a beast. I, yeah. I don't like steaming. Um, earlier this year, I had a steaming accident. Mm. That was horrible. Uh-oh. I was, uh- yeah, I was steaming clothes and the steamer yeah. fell and it's a little handheld one. Um, and it steamed my uh-huh. foot. Yikes. <laughs> so it was so horrible. I almost went to urgent care. Okay. Um, but I had, I had burns oh, on my foot. Like, you know, I was ricing it and icing it and elevating and all that fun stuff okay. um, all weekend. I couldn't wear shoes for about five days. Are you serious? Um, I swear to God. Oh, wow. yeah. Like, was it, I was texting. Wow. I was going to say, sorry, was it similar to the foot injury that Michael Scott had on the office when he burned his foot on the George Foreman grill? Yes. Sadly, okay. I was not trying to make bacon. Okay. I wish I was because who doesn't who doesn't love the smell of bacon, right? Um, <laughs> You're on it. You're quick. Yes, I, I love the office. Um, and speaking of, I have an office puzzle, jigsaw puzzle for sale in my Poshmark. No, okay. I really, I really do, but I'm not going to pimp that out. Okay. Um, but no, it was really similar to that. So I was like, oh, this is my first injury as a reseller. Okay. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful out there. <laughs> oh, um, really do. I didn't know this was a dangerous, uh, dangerous profession to it, get into. It this really is. is. Or when you're measuring and then it snaps back in your face, kind of like a one of those slap bracelets, you know, yeah. from the nineties and everything. <laughs> I think that happens to Carl once in a while. <laughs> I don't those exactly. Little, little Barbie oh Barbie gosh. tape measure that he has. <laughs> oh no, Rainbow Bright. If you're looking for like more efficient listing and taking pictures and doing all that stuff. I mean, you could just bring all that stuff, like bring your death pile to work. And then, you know, during your downtime in between clients or whatever, you know, you're doing in the world of finance, just be like, it's time to take some pictures, snap, snap, yeah. as you're measuring. Exactly. That just would be thought. nice. Um, you know, maybe I could outsource my work, um, <laughs> but I am very fortunate. I do work remotely. So this, uh, is okay. my, this is my desk right here. So when I do have said downtime, oh. um, which usually doesn't seem to be a, the case around you know month end or the beginning of the month mm-hmm. i definitely you know i'll be on a team call or a call where i don't need to look at the computer screen and i'll be multitasking i'm all okay. about using my time efficiently right so, right some may yeah, look down on that like some may applaud it I have you ever thought your your camera was off and it was on and you're like do 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 and then they're like uh what are you uh, doing my worst right nightmare. there 
No, I wish my um, my <laughs> my my employer and my yeah I my wish. employer and coworkers they are very anti camera. Okay, and I I don't know what some of them look like. I can and I cannot tell you anything about them. I'm like he may have blonde hair. Right. I think right. they may have brown hair. I don't, wow. I just, I don't know. Um, and I'm a very interactive, extroverted person. So I like to, you know, have that FaceTime and that connection yeah. and everything. So that's okay. why I say, right. I wish I don't want somebody to see me doing that. Um, you know, my Poshmark ambassador <laughs> gear and everything. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. I see a lot of ceilings where people are, have their, punch their camera on on accident and they're walking to get a cup of coffee yeah. or, you know, whatever they're doing, turning the heater on, whatever it is. Thankfully, I've never seen anything embarrassing yet, but it's bound to happen in the world that we live in right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys do a podcast and, and you're on YouTube as well. So Big let's time. see what hijinks. Yeah. Let's see what hijinks <laughs> in you. Hopefully yeah, there's like nothing you guys look me. good. You're, you're good. Your business from the top up. So that's all that matters. That's all we need cool. to see. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So I noticed uh, I noticed something on your listings when I was going through on Instagram and you have what sold yeah. this week and you have a lot of really beautiful scenic places that you start off with. I don't know if if uh, other people are catching on to that, but like Whitefish, Montana, you got like McDonald, wow. you know, Carl's a big, big backpacker too, but um, you know, he's got, he's got weak shoulders. Is there, is there any kind of advice that you can give them for you know, he's carrying that big load around sometimes. He just can't quite mm. handle it. So can, can he have like, can he put his listings in his backpack and go out to some of those remote Absolutely. locations and take some Absolutely. photographs? Absolutely. That will definitely help a lot. And you're doing, you know, the shoulder press and everything like that. And, yeah. um, that's, and that's what you strong know, people do. The shoulder that press. Is, but you'll be, you'll be one of them. You know, we can do a rock, <laughs> you could do a Rocky four montage. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love that? That'd be great. Who does not love that? So. My version of that montage would be like very different. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own interpretation. That's right. Um, no. be like, like you can't get out of the car, and then by the end of the montage, he gets out of the car smoothly. Exactly. So yeah. baby steps, right. progress. Exactly. Right. right. Um, no, but yeah, but thank you for noticing that on my what's sold. Um, Usually those scenic views are places that I've gone to that week or the week previous. Um, so I was really fortunate. Like I said, you know, I live in Colorado. We have beautiful sites all around us. Um, I was fortunate to be able to go to Snowmass for Thanksgiving, um, which is near the Aspen area. Never been there before. So, of course, mm -hmm. I was saying all the dumb and dumber quotes that I could, you know, trying to fit in, fit in one weekend. <laughs> Did you ride your scooter over there? We did not know, unfortunately. So, but I wish we would have got one. But I mean, we were just my husband and I. We were just doing dumb and dumber quotes the whole time, and it was like, I have been waiting twenty six <laughs> years to do this and be in Aspen and say this quote. <laughs> yeah, but recently, also, um, the week before that, I was in the Whitefish, Montana area. Um, one of my best friends from college lives there, so very fortunate to be able to go and see her and visit her and it's pretty amazing also because she supports my store habit um i think we hit up four in one day wow. i think that was our record um and she, she's all about finding stuff yeah nice. she'll help me she'll store stuff for me but she'll keep stuff for herself as well so i don't expect her to to give me everything um mm. although a fight almost broke out between us when she found a lululemon jacket at one of the places for pretty cheap i was like are you short kid 
Like you need to, you know, move your arms and everything, move around. Um, But it got so crazy this past time that at one of the thrift stores um, in Kalispell, I had to actually buy a piece of luggage to put all of the stuff in there. And then I had to check my bag. Was, oh my I'm gosh. Just, I'm like, this is who I am. Oh. I can't That's a help good, it. You want that problem though. That's like a, a good problem to have. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And it was actually cheaper exactly. to do that and, you know, buy luggage and check a bag on United right. than it is to send it via, you know, USPS or UPS. I bet 99% of people have no idea where Kalispell is, but if you've ever heard of Glacier National Park, it's like the small town right outside. That's where that is. So I didn't go to a thrift store there, but definitely been up there. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful area. We yeah. go snowboarding up in in Whitefish too. It's a beautiful resort up there. I love that little town. Oh yeah, it's so it's great, nice. and it's just I guess you know I like I like to think I know my geography, but I just never realized how close to Canada it really is. I mean, yeah. you're a, <laughs> it's right there, you're a yeah. so far away. Yeah, it's right there, right. but it is just right. breathtaking there. Absolutely 100%. love it. Yep. We drove from California, so imagine how long that drive was. <laughs> oh my exactly. gosh, was it two <laughs> so, days or? Yeah, we broke it up. My uh, my wife was is from Spokane, and I have a brother in oh, Spokane, okay. so we drove up there and then spent the night, and then drove into Kalispell or Whitefish after that to go snowboarding. It was a beautiful drive. It was just super long. Jeez, I think yeah. we did twenty eight hundred miles or something like that. It was beautiful. Uh, all right, yeah, but it's definitely worth it. I saw that you picked up a nice pair of warm, fuzzy boots in one of your one of your outings. Yes, those are always okay. fun. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I actually. I wouldn't I know how to respond to that question either. That was leading into something, but it wasn't quite good. Uh, how do I respond to you? I have warm, fuzzy boots. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I actually, I picked those up last year when I was in Montana, and they were $5. And I am, I am putting them to work. And I love them and they are great. So yeah, okay. I definitely, you know, most of the time with thrift store shopping, I am sourcing for the reselling aspect of it. But yeah. if I find something that just happens to be my size, uh, um, I'm very of the treat yourself mantra and we all deserve right. something nice. Right on. Well, hey, let's talk about some of that. Yeah, like the finds, the picking, the fuzzy boots, all that stuff. Um, boots. You found some hokas. What other kind yeah. of things are you looking out for on there? at the thrift stores well at the thrift stores it's really interesting geographically where you go um so when i was in montana this past time i found my white whale the brand that i have been looking to find forever and that is arcteryx oh yeah why that out of curiosity you know what i have just heard wonderful things about flipping and how fast it goes it doesn't sit for that long Mm -hmm. um and also they're just a really good quality brand they are um so that's something that I also look out for when I'm reselling and when I'm going to the thrift stores. Um, I really don't like to support fast fashion that much, but I like mm-hmm. to support companies with a good moral compass, good okay. quality, um, good ethics. And our tariffs is one of those. So when I saw didn't our tariffs. Didn't you have a Patagonia right behind that too? You found a Patagonia I, in it? Mm. Yes. Very, very good eye. Um, yes. I found a Patagonia shirt, both men's. Um, I am equal opportunity when it comes to men and women's reselling. Um, right. Actually, just sold a men's item yesterday and they got a pair of shoes before that. So, um, yeah, I found Patagonia and Arcteryx. Um, nice. But it's really interesting because in Montana and Colorado also similarly, find a lot of Patagonia, North Face, 
Columbia. Mm-hmm. But then you go to somewhere like Florida, where I'm originally from, and my family is there. Um, you're finding a lot of beachy stuff. So a lot of Lily right. Pulitzer, where who's originally from Florida, uh, um, more tropical items. So it's interesting just to see that comparison and contrast geographically. Gotcha. So I had a question about like your bet, like, I don't know, one of your biggest finds or you mentioned the Arcteryx, like that was something you've always been looking for and you found it. Is that, would you consider that like your best find uh, of all time? Or what's been like the best thing you found in terms of just like, I don't know, profit that you made or just something that was basically like a treasure that you couldn't believe you found? Gotcha. Well, time will tell with Arcteryx. So I'll have to report back to you too on how that goes and what the metrics look like there. Um, But I would say off the top of my head, um, one of my biggest finds was when I was living in Texas, um, which was about three years, 2018 to 2021, and went to a thrift store and I found this um, women's Holston heritage dress. Some simple white dress, you know, V-neck and I was like, okay, that's a good brand, you know, took a picture because we all have to have, you know, our internet access and have Google photos up so we can see what the item is. So I took a picture of it and turns out this dress was a dress that Carrie Bradshaw wore in in the Sex and the City 2 movie. And just the, the, um, the profits were, were pretty good what it was showing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll take a chance on this $6 dress. Um, and then a few hundred later. Wait, so Terry Bradshaw was wearing a dress, Correct. just to clarify. The, the dude. Nope. Carrie. Okay. Um, Sarah Jessica no. Parker. She played Carrie Bradshaw Carrie. in Sex in the City. I thought he. I thought you said Terry oh, Bradshaw, God, the yeah. football player. And I was like, what is happening? It was happening horrible right on him. He's very <laughs> okay. pale. Very pale. I mean, he's been oh. in movies. He was in Failure to Launch and some other movies. Yeah. He's know, quite large I like, too. I was like, he's he falling fat. away. Anyway, all right. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a. That's not my one of my shows. So yeah. I apologize. All right. So, so this is like the same model and make of the dress. Correct. Right, sorry. Um, yeah. And so I saw what the comps were, and I was like, I will spend six dollars on that because, you know, if I'm going to spend six dollars on a caramel macchiato, I might as well just, you know, spend it on the dress and see what happens. <laughs> um, and it ended right, up right. selling within a few weeks and made a few hundred on it. So. Whoa! A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Um, so that was a pretty good <laughs> uh, business decision on my yeah. part. So yeah. I was really pleased. Absolutely. With that. So, so on the flip side of that coin, what's the, sorry, Mike? On the flip side of the coin, what's the biggest mistake or blunder you've made in terms of maybe like a bad purchase or I don't know? Like Mike always shares about his mistakes where he's like sending things to the wrong people. Anything in that realm counts. <laughs> I haven't had that happen yet. Knock on wood. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I am so nervous. To, I am wow. triple checking the labels and everything. So, but unfortunately, I feel like it's bound to happen sometime. Human error. So that's okay. Right, right. Um, I would say, you know, right. some of the biggest lessons, mistakes that have turned into learning opportunities or lessons have really been with sourcing online. Um, so some people call that retail arbitrage. Um, right. And I'll do that at different sites, you know, like Anthropology, Macy's, when they're having an end of season sale. Um, and I did that with Macy's about a year ago now um, with some cute, what I thought was cute, um, very subjective, <laughs> but with some dresses that were <laughs> right. very, very 90s inspired and the 90s, you know, and Y2K, that's very in style right now. Um, so I bought three different, mm. three dresses, you know, the same dress, three different sizes. I was like, oh, I'm going to flip these. I'm going to make, you know, three, three, four hundred return on investment. It's going to be great. 
Um, they are right. they are still sitting in that closet. Oh. They will they will not move. I am willing to just give it away at this point. I'm almost like, oh, you look like okay. you could fit in this. Please just yeah. take it. I don't even right. I don't even want to look at it. Um, so I'm not sure, you know. And I think that's a kind of like a fine line with reselling is something that you look that you like and is attractive to you and that you think will sell well, but in the real world, it really wouldn't. So um, a lot of that right, is just doing right. research too, you know looking at those comps, seeing if the market is saturated for a certain item. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. I heard, I heard recently that uh vintage, like, and forgive me for saying this, but vintage tidy whities are like really? super hot. I know, I know in the package, no, like in the package, if you can find the real good okay. old in the package. stuff, people are paying. Not with the skid marks is what you're saying. Oh, Carl, did you have to go there, buddy? Well, I'm, I'm just trying to clarify. <laughs> just trying to clarify. So People like bean burritos. <laughs> you call her audience, man, I swear. Jeez. I know, we're wild. <laughs> no, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I'm new to eBay like Carl was saying, so I kind of shotgunned a lot of stuff. I bought snapback hats. I bought clothes. I bought shoes. I bought cleats. I'm just whatever will, will sell or whatever I think will sell that I like. And then I end up having some stuff on my, on my store and like some stuff isn't moving very well. So I'm like advertising it or promoting it for like 50% right now. I'm just like, just get it off my, just get it out of my store. I don't care if I make any money <laughs> off of it. It's kind of funny. Exactly. I don't want to look at it. It's, it's kind of just like the kid who did something bad. I'm like, I don't want to look at you. <laughs> I don't want to acknowledge you. I just, I just want right. you out of my right. Right It now, just so. creates negative space I, whenever you look at it. <laughs> Exactly. And um, I've actually, you know, I've been fortunate because I've had a lot of friends who give me items to sell as well um, because they just, they're not comfortable with the whole reselling mm -hmm. aspect or, you know, um, maybe they think I'm more professional than they are, which I'm not. I've just been doing it for a while as we discussed. But um, I am really lucky that a lot of friends have given me stuff as well. So our general rule of thumb is, you know, I will list it and sell it and then we just split the profits oh, from yeah. there. Um, cool. yeah, so that's been, that's been fun as well. And, but I'm getting close to telling one of my friends, but I'm just going to give these boots that she gave me, I'm going to give them to Goodwill soon because <laughs> I've had them for almost two years now and they are not moving. Oh my gosh. You're, you're willing to hang on to something for two years and just like, oh, yes. I, I, I'm like a couple of weeks and yes. then it's not moving. Really? Depends on what it is, but oh. yeah, maybe three weeks. If it, if I know it's going to sell, Really? yeah, but we're selling different things too. Uh -huh. So if I put something on, it's not getting any views. Like let alone watchers, no views. Uh, for example, I just had so a few years ago, I started buying up um, baby monitors, like you know from like the, the like garage yeah. sales that have all, all the baby stuff, and those mm -hmm. things were selling like hotcakes. And so I bought I think one or two last summer, and I just listed one, and it's got I don't know, it's a weekend no views of it's already in my like donation pile because I'm sent like before they would just moved immediately. So you you would do like a year on that. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. You have the space. That's why, why the closet door is. Yeah, the closet door is closed right now. You don't <laughs> want to see the crazy sound going on in there. I, I got bins. I got. I know where everything is placed. Okay. You know, it's, it's like an English muffin. A lot of nooks and crannies. <laughs> so do you put in there. It's, it's my English muffin though, and I know I like where everything is. So I'm guessing that there's not an inventory system going on in that closet back there. In my head, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's Carl's inventory system too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do use um, a cross listing service where I upload my listings onto there, which helps me go to the different platforms. So I use that as my um, my inventory system, and I also put the cost oh, wow. of goods in there as well. So that helps me track as well. Um, before, mm-hmm. well, yeah, before I was doing before I was doing that, I was just doing an Excel spreadsheet, and that, okay. it got very busy, very <laughs> busy. And I wanted to be more organized, but I think I lasted until March of that year with the organization. And then I'm like, now just let it ride. Let's see what happens. Just chaos. Let it ride. Field. Let it ride. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm three. I'm three months into my Excel spreadsheet, so I'm still going oh. strong. But I can see how it can become overwhelming. Yes. If you can make it through the holidays, you'll be okay. So thoughts and prayers. So I wanted to talk about the other holy grail that you found, and that is the McDonald's Adult Grimace toy. Yeah, what's that all about? That is with the um, Adult Happy Meals that recently came out. I think it was about a month or two ago. Um, McDonald's had a mm-hmm. special promotion to bring back the adult Happy Meals and or a Happy okay. Meal, the adult version, which was just a, was just right. a regular right. Happy Meal. I was like, this cheeseburger is very small. I don't I don't remember it being this small, but OK. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, they give you the larger fry and the larger soda as well. Um, but you also get a toy. So, you know, we're adults, so we need something to make us feel good about ourselves. And I got Grimace. Right. So Grimace was Grimace mm. was interesting wow. and he had like double or triple eyes. That that was different. Um yeah. I was really I was really yeah. hoping for hamburg hamburglar, but no dice. You're right. Did did you see how much those are going yeah. for on eBay? That's crazy. Crazy. Carl, these things are going there's one listed for seventy five hundred dollars, Carl. Can you believe that? That's like you can just get it in a happy meal currently? Well, I don't know what the craze was about. It was the the, the whole adult Happy Meal toys. They were all going for, okay. you know, tens of thousands of dollars. It was insane. At yeah. One point. Wow. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I met the Hamburglar once, by the way. Just you know, I don't want to name drop <laughs> or anything. But oh, we sorry. Had, yeah. As a, as a kid, as a kid, I was like at a parade. The Hamburglar was uh, passing out like freebie coupons for hamburgers, and I was the kid that like was there just a little bit too late, and then he closed his cape. And magically, more of those coupons appeared, and I was like, "How did this happen?" Wow. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's my only encounter yeah. with the hamburger, but it was special to me. Wonderful. You guys remember the old uh, the old benches with uh, Ronald McDonald that were like a statue of him? You can go and sit and take pictures of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's dating I, myself. I right would there. like if they brought those back. Right. I think they should bring those back. I mean, very creepy, very classic right. 80s vintage vibes and everything so if you saw yeah. one of those at a thrift store would you buy it oh 100 percent. yeah it's like it's like 50 bucks at a thrift store would you, would you try to flip it uh yeah okay for sure that thing would go for i mean it's people like us i remember that from our childhood yeah, i'm not gonna buy that, that thing big, like big to money, use though i'm not sitting on that thing like for fun oh uh, come on you'd bring it home and, <laughs> and have the kids sitting on it taking pictures come on <laughs> yeah just get the Clorox you know get the Lysol wipes and everything yeah exactly exactly there's a lot of people it. out there with money to burn um yeah. eccentric right. millionaires if you will they would buy that up in a heartbeat <laughs> exactly. yeah the closest thing I found ever similar to that was I found like a booth that was um, from a Subway restaurant. So it wasn't um, even vintage, but it was just somebody who used to own a Subway restaurant had like one of those trash cam where you kind of slide the trash into like the little 
you know, moving door thing, and then they had a booth there. I wish I bought that. I didn't think through that lack of purchase, hmm. but anyway. The one that got away. Interesting. Yeah, that's the one that got away, exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. So are you going to hold on to that Grimace, or are you going to list them on eBay? What are you going to do? I'm currently deciding. You can't really see it here, but I have some bins back there. And different bins are for different reasons. Um, the blue <laughs> bin on the right-hand side, mint blue, um, that is my TBD. That, that's mm. my little bin of things that I'm not sure if I want to keep or if I want to give away. Um, so I have okay. Grimace in there. Grimace, that's where he currently lives, um, along with All some right. Colorado avalanche pucks that I found at a garage sale in Parker, Colorado this past oh. summer. Um, wow. Yeah, commemorative pucks from, um, I believe, the late 90s or early 2000s. Okay. Uh, so trying to decide if I want to keep those or not. I'm a big hockey fan. Um, my husband yeah. and I, when we went to a Stanley Cup game, it was amazing. Oh. Yeah. The cost of a mortgage, you know, for one month, it was it was great. But <laughs> memories. <laughs> it's memories, exactly. Memories so wait, so you're garage like, selling in Parker, Colorado. So that's actually, you're infringing upon my territory here. I, I got to watch out for you. Yeah, turf wars. I recognize. <laughs> How close yeah. is that? How close is that to Colorado? Uh, it borders. They border each other. But I used oh, to go there like okay. pretty exclusively, like I had a little route and then I started, I don't know, switching over to other towns and stuff. But every once in a while, kind of, kind of, I think I went there, I think I hit a few community sales there this past summer, I believe. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. They okay. have really I'll good keep an eye out sales. for you and I'll try to, I'll try to get ahead of you. So that way I can look at things first and then you won't yeah. see okay. the good stuff. <laughs> Carl typically has villains that are in his neighborhood that he's uh, competing with at garage really? sales. So I don't. I don't want an update later on down the road and find out that you guys are competing. No, there's each the, other, okay, okay. So there's the villain, and then there's like the nemesis, the people that are looking for the same things as you. And so I have nemesis, nemesis. I don't know, multiple nemesises. <laughs> <He's racist. laughs> and so if I see them, then I try to like <laughs> skip past the house and get ahead of them, so that that way I can, you know, maybe get first, like get dibs at the next sale. But yeah, I don't know that. We're, I have a sneaky Good. feeling that you guys are not shopping for the same items, right, though, to be honest. Right. I would not be buying the pucks. Like, I, I would miss out on those because I, I didn't know those were valuable. How much, like, how much would a puck go for a commemorative puck, do you think? I've seen anywhere. I think it's the market. That depends as well. Um, pretty much I've looked on Facebook, and I've seen some going for anywhere from 20 to $60 a piece. Okay. So if I get and it for a dollar, a dollar. Oh, okay. Yeah, a yeah. dollar a piece. Um, two, but the thing is, you know, it's not bad. Yeah, it's. You know, it's a commemorative um, puck, but unfortunately, it wasn't the full set. So there's one missing. So I think if, you know, if I find that somewhere in Parker, mm -hmm. looking out for you, um, <laughs> I could find it. However, I would love to listen to a podcast about garage sale and thrift store, you know, villains and nemesis. I'm going to go with nemesis. <laughs> um, I would listen to a podcast or read a book about that. So, you know, yeah. maybe the journalism degree, I can make that happen somehow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the the most recent one that I came across, and, and like I'll just give you like a little bit about this. This guy, I don't know if I share this in the podcast, but this guy's thoroughly confused me. This was at, this was actually at a sale in a community sale in Parker, Colorado, and it was in the Pinery, which is like a kind of a wealthier area. And I go up <laughs> to this house, and this guy's like pulling out. He's in the garage. The garage sale's in the driveway, but he's coming from the garage. He's like setting up a golf set, and he's like setting it up in the garage. And so he's like kind of messing with the golf set. He by himself is in the garage. And I said, Hey, uh, excuse me. Do you have such and such items? I'm looking for these items. And he looks at me. He's like, he gives me this look like, what are you talking about? 
And then he says, this isn't my sale. I'm a customer. <laughs> and I was like, you're in the garage by yourself setting up a golf set. Like I thought I was so confused. Yeah. And then we ended up running into each other later that day. And he was, he was kind of a jerk to other people, but I just, oh, I, I was like, what is going on here? So yeah. Why was, are you the way weird. you are? I know. Yeah, and just why are you in somebody's garage setting up their stuff and it's not even your house? <laughs> How do you think this is okay? That's my right. getting a cup of coffee. How do you think this is okay? Yeah, right. exactly. Right. And I'll bring you a donut. Why not? While you right. set up your I, I ended up just slashing his tires, actually. Oh, Carl, just come just on. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some eggs on there. That's right. That's <laughs> Speaking right. of that, though, we do, we do love to hear about interesting stories that you've come across either at like the bins or at any thrift stores of just, I don't know if you'd call them shady characters, but anything that's stuck awkward. in your, yeah, awkward characters would be a good word to describe <laughs> it. Have you had any awkward interactions at thrift stores that you can share with us? You know, there's always awkward characters. There really is. Um, but I... Give us yeah, some let us know. Yeah, I'm I have right never yeah. run into like a fight situation. I know some people have seen fights break wow. out at the Goodwill or Salvation Army. I have never seen anything like that. Wow. Um, there were a few times, and this was yeah. in February 2020, so right before um, pandemic hit, that I was living in Texas at the time, and I had a guy who I'm pretty sure was a reseller, and he was following me around at the store. And I feel like he was kind of keeping an eye on what I was looking for and what I was grabbing. And I remember following you. Yes. But he was, you know, he had his card and everything. So he wasn't like stalking me or anything. It was anything too creepy, but you know, I'm always aware of my surroundings. Um, Mm. And I usually have my AirPods in just because the music at thrift stores is horrible and I like to jam. (laughs) So yeah. The smell's pretty bad. It it, it is. Yeah. So that's why I was grateful, you know, um, for masks in a way because I was like oh if I wear a mask I don't have to smell anything I just you know people won't see me like making any faces but you know the smells and everything so I could do that we can't tell if she likes that item or not she's wearing the mask yeah exactly (laughs) put my sunglasses on really confuse people um anyway sorry tangent um going back but this guy you know I would grab an item and then I put it back and then you know I kind of look over my shoulder and I would see him grab it I was like, are you a reseller? I'm like, I, I kind of wanted to ask, but um, I eventually shook him. He got off my tra- my tail and everything like that. Um, but it's really interesting because I'm starting to see more and, pe- more and more people at the thrift store, you know, pulling up comps on their phone. Um, mm. I, was at, I was at Goodwill a few weeks ago and I was trying on some items and I walked out and I saw this girl. She had a huge cart and I saw Poshmark on her phone. I was like, mm. the moral dilemma, should should I not say anything? I'm like, I'm, right. one, I'm one of you. I'm simpatico. Um, <laughs> I ended up not saying anything, but I wasn't sure if that's like a faux pas or not in the reselling yeah. world. If you, you know, if you do acknowledge that or you kind of just um, turn a blind eye, so to speak. I wasn't sure. Those phone screens are big, but they're not, I mean, they're not that big, like, were you like looking over her shoulder to, to check out the posh mark on the on her phone? Or are you like, what, what you got going on over there? She was about five, yeah, she was about five feet away. Okay. And um, your girl here it's got distinctive. new contact. Thank you. You know, vision insurance, good old VSP. So I was putting them to the test. Like, hey, okay, one eye, one eye open, one eye closed. Like, I think I could see your name. You know, we need to come up with some kind of a sign that we can give each other as resellers. So we know, we know who each other like, are. Like a gang sign. 
just be like, no, yeah, no, no. gang sign. <laughs> no, no, oh. no, just a regular. Oh yeah, it's like a reselling gang, right? Like, hey, I'm we're, we're together. We're... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fun times. It's good times. Howdy ho. Don't pick that one up. It's cra- it's yeah, cracked yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's right? horrible. Right. Yeah. You don't want that one. You don't want that one. Uh, I do have one more, and I was debating on whether saving this till the very end or not, but I think I'll go ahead with it. You you have been a fascinating uh, person to talk to, to be honest, with, with you. your grimace Thank and you. all the other stuff. The one that I've been saving for the end is I saw that you take such good photos that other people have been stealing your photo listings. What's going on with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, yeah what is that? In all of my years of reselling, that has never happened to me. And then it finally happened um, last month. And I've heard people complain about this, you know, oh, so-and-so stole my photos and, you know, they're using it on their listing. And, you know, I've read those posts on Instagram and um, different social avenues. And I kind of never really thought anything of it. I was like, oh, whatever. But then it happened to me and it hit me hard. Um, oh, yeah. I, I felt kind of like personally victimized in a way. And, you know, I put it on Instagram and people were like, well, maybe you take such great photos that they thought they were right. stock photos. And I was like, I appreciate your positive spin. I've <laughs> never thought of that before. Um, but yeah, there was um, a seller on, Posh, on Poshmark and newer seller. You know, I looked at her profile, see how many um, sales that she had before. She was yeah. kind of newer. And she was selling the same item, but using my photos primarily. She mm-hmm. had one mm-hmm. or two photos of her own. But then, you know, it's kind of like the moral dilemma. Say she sells that same product, which was a wallet. And then the seller, they see the photos that I took that she stole. I don't want to use that word, but that's what she did. Right. Um, right. But what would happen if, you know, that buyer received that item? It did not look like the pictures. And, sure. you know, expectations mm-hmm. weren't met. And could that buyer, you know, open up a case then against that seller? Um, so it's just really interesting to think about. You know, at first I felt it was very personal, but then I started to think about the moral dilemma of it and mm-hmm. how that can affect mm-hmm. different people, not just myself. Um, right. But yeah, I was I was quick to get in touch with Poshmark support. I was like, lock it down. Okay. Take it down. Right. Yeah. but So you couldn't just contact the seller and say, Hey, I see that you're really honoring me by by using the same photos. I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna make a big stink about this. Just give me like ten percent yeah, of what you 10%, make. Ten percent. I I didn't think that. So now I hope that more people steal my photos, so <laughs> I can. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm guessing. I like I, I haven't could, had that happen. It could be. Yeah, I don't know. There's there are so okay. many underground things in the reselling world that I just you know haven't run into. And as you know, you don't, okay. you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I don't know. Maybe I'll try that next time. I'll, I'll go for 20%, you know, aim high. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right. You got to beat the market, right? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> the fair market. Yeah. Nice. Right. And if it works for you, you can start watermarking your photos, I guess. And then that, you have like the evidence that that's, you know, your stuff. So that's true. I don't know if that's easy you to do or not. Go, but, you really want to go that far though. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like another thing. But yeah. then I'm doing 10 other things. So, yeah, um, <laughs> nice. that is an option, though. Yeah, but if somebody's – you're taking the photo anyway. And so if every so often people are, are stealing your photos and it's actually, like, becoming lucrative for you, like, they're doing all the work at that point. You just send an email and then, boom, you get your commission. So 
I don't know if that would actually happen. I'm just guessing. I'm not on Poshmark, there, but there are so many business. Kind of fun to try. There are so many business ideas that you never know. Yeah. And actually, we're really going right. off on a tangent here. This reminds me of, you know, something I was telling my husband. Um, I've had my car about ten years. I am of the camp that nothing is wrong with my car. It is paid off. It has mm. over a hundred thousand miles. We are running it into the ground. <laughs> um, right. But he really enjoys, you know, the um, the haggling the the car dealership and you know i told him and i'm like i feel like i need to rent you out to people just like go haggle for them and i'm like we can make this a business he's like you think i'm like absolutely that could be i mean never say never you know that could be a business you're like the fixer yeah exactly i'm like i don't want to do that not at all he totally enjoys that. I was like, I will rent you out to people. And I'm like, you yeah. just got to have That's, That's all you got to do. I've got a brother. I've got a brother like that. I'll send him a listing of something that I want to buy. And I'm like, Jeff, this is what I want. This is how much I want to pay for it. Just let me know when, you, when you're done. I'll go and pay for right. it. Right. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so interesting how certain personalities, they're just, they're okay with that. But the thought of that just gives me anxiety. But, you know, here. I, right. Yeah. That's what okay. offers on eBay does to me. I don't even want to get an offer. I don't even want to check that box. It's just give me pay pay me what I'm asking for it. Just get away yeah. from me. Right. But are you pleasantly surprised often when you do see those? Uh, I haven't got any offers yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I take that back. I got an offer from a bot that was a fake account. So that kind of sucks. Uh, that's a thing. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he has a bot or not, but it was definitely a fake account because the account was closed when, you know, he sent me the offer. I went to, he never paid, sent him a message and he was asking me, oh, he sent me three messages saying, can you contact me at this email address and this phone number? And I'm like, no, I only work through eBay. Sorry. And then then his account was deleted. (laughs) It it sucked because the thing, the thing was up on the offer took my listing down. Right. So I had to wait until it got all cleared up. Ah, right. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't really heard about that on eBay. So that's interesting to know. Um, eBay is probably my third best selling, um, platform, but I do hear about that a lot on Facebook marketplace. And that's Mm. one of my, Mm. my red flags that goes off is when someone's like, Hey, can I pay via Zelle or PayPal or can retall or can you text me? And I'm like, report. Nope. I don't think yeah, so. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's kind of like that false hope also. So I totally get that with, you know, kind of getting a yeah. feeling of you're all excited. You're like, Oh, I got an offer. And yeah. then you're like, Oh, it's a scammer. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's a blessing and a curse for sure. I just recently had something on, on Facebook and it was getting a ton of interest. I couldn't get anybody to show up to buy it. And then I finally threw it on eBay and it sold immediately. And I was like, man, I just wasted my time texting and messaging. And yeah, sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's not it's just kind of a gamble, I guess, but yep. part of the excitement. Yeah. Part of the excitement. So, hey, Tiffany, where can we, so people that want to check out like you, you on social media or anywhere, where, where can people find you and, and follow all of your exciting adventures and sales and thrifting and all that stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, my Instagram handle is Nikos Harper. It's N-I-C-O-S-H-A-R-B-O-R. Um, and on my Instagram page, you know, like you said, I post about my thrifting adventures, uh, what's mm-hmm. sold, what's selling fast. Um, just any weird instances and I also have my link tree up on there so you can find my Poshmark store Mercari eBay and Facebook marketplace nice absolutely we'll have that in the show description both on uh, YouTube and in all the audio podcast apps awesome so all right yeah yeah well it was great chatting with you I really had a good time uh 
Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. And thanks for the laugh. Yeah, thanks for the laughs and the good stories. And can't wait to keep following your podcast now that I'm an official subscriber. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Man, she was great to talk to. You know, to be honest with you, I thought she was only on Poshmark. And I didn't realize that she was on so many other platforms mm -hmm. too. Yeah, for sure. She was great. She had a great personality. She's kind of rolling with everything we're throwing at her. She was clunkiness and everything. <laughs> clunkiness and everything. What was, yeah. Give me, give me one of your takeaways besides the, the platform stuff. That I need to uh, express my thoughts more than just saying boots with fur lined. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was one of my favorite parts. There was more to that about? thought. It just never materialized <laughs> in my brain and came out. <laughs> Wait, how did you say it again? It was like. Uh, you got some boots. Yeah. Or something like I saw that. that you bought some, bought some, or that you're wearing some boots, <laughs> fur line yeah. boots. It was yeah. like, that's Good job. I know, Sometimes that awesome. man, the things just do not click in my head. They, they click up there, but they never make it out of my mouth. You know oh, what I mean? I know how that goes, man. But that being said, I do want to, um, I do, I would like to award you with three awkward points for this uh -oh. interview and, and okay. you're welcome to award me the same, but. That was one of them. Was the, was the boots moment? Let me see if I can and, guess them. Let me see if okay. I guess them. Boots. Okay. Uh huh. Vintage underwear. No, that part was funny. I like that part. Okay. You I could award me the awkward point when I mentioned skid marks. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awkward. I didn't know if yeah. she was gonna take that very well. I didn't care. I just went for it. Yeah, I know you did. You're, you're, <laughs> that's what I love about you, my friend. That's why we make yeah. such a good team together. Yeah, no. Sure. Okay. So, what were the three awkward ones? Let me know. Okay. So the other one was. In the other podcast that I have, the the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. Shameless plug right there, by the way. It was, it was for sure. <laughs> but there's a ongoing storyline where, where my co-host in that one like pokes fun at my shoulder pain because over a decade ago, <laughs> I complained one time that my shoulders were hurting at a backpacking trip one time, and then he's been bringing it up ever since. And, and I so, love it. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's, yeah, I I kind of play along with it. It's fun, you know. You can kind of poke fun at each other, but then you like you randomly brought it up in the interview, and nobody had that backstory. So I thought that was definitely an awkward point right there. So yeah, and then I oh, mean, what was it last last episode? You mentioned Rocky, who's also from that podcast. It's not the same audience, man. They don't know who this is stuff. I know. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I love about doing this podcast with you. It's just like having a conversation with you, and I think that's why we're so compelling. It's just you and I talking. But it has to make sense to people. So that's why it's an awkward right. point. Okay. The last one is, so we, so Mike and I kind of share setting up the interview. We kind of come up with our list of questions and then I compile them into like a bullet pointed, like here's our topic, here's our list. That's a little behind the scenes mm -hmm. that I sent out to her. And so I, I put his like three main questions at the beginning and then I kept, kind of put mine at the end. So um, I had like a little intro beginning kind of stuff. So they kind of ran sequentially. So we're like 13 minutes into the interview and I'm just kind of playing along, but Mike has not asked one of his questions. <laughs> and we're just gonna, like, it's a great conversation still. But I was like, I literally, if you if you watch the video, you'll see me like look down to my right. I'm texting Mike saying, ask one of your questions. <laughs> like, this is going to go, this interview's going to go on forever. Like, I don't know, you know, without the structure, I'm like, I don't know how to proceed. Do, should I ask one of my questions? And so I was like, um, I was kind of smiling at him. But I was mentally struggling a little bit, I'll be honest. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm such a terrible co-host for you, and I never oh, follow your oh, questions. Oh, now, now you're making me sound like a bully. Stop it. <laughs> well, Stop we are it. getting comments that you are bullying me quite a bit, so I think you need to. No, uh, I need to stick up for myself a little bit more. So here's me sticking up. 
Okay. Now, I gave you three awkward points. You're welcome to, to dish it right back to me. Was there anything else besides the skid marks? Man, she was she was just such an interview to talk to or such a <laughs> fun person to talk to that I right, right. I was just going with the flow and whatever way okay. she was going, I was going too. Okay. You could have awarded me an awkward point for actually texting you during the interview. Like I would have accepted that. By the yeah. Way. You made me look over to my screen, man. I heard you. Yeah. At least I know that I got my texting set up right or my notice notification set up right. That yours is you the did. only one that comes through. But it was kind of a failed text because I texted you, I think at like 10 minutes in and still 13 minutes in, you hadn't asked the question. So that didn't work. Well, I saw it. That I was just work. waiting for a break. But to be 100% honest with you, the way that you structured the questions, it was like my questions, your questions. So it was like I was going to ask all my questions and then you were going to ask all your questions. That'd be Yeah, me. but it's it doesn't work that way conversationally. Like you're asking the question, but I'm still having follow-up questions and vice versa, right? It just feels like I'm dominating the podcast these days, I'm mm, going to tell you. Mm, mm. I, no, no, you're good, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. It's, it's been yeah. good. It was a great conversation. I loved it. I was really looking forward to seeing your reaction to the McDonald's Grimace toy. Because mm, I yeah. knew that you'd have no idea what we were going to talk about. Well, and I have found McDonald's toys at garage sales, and I've like bought them up. Even old like Star Wars toys from the 1990s, and they mm. weren't valuable. So that that surprises me that some of those toys were valuable. I, like I wouldn't know. I'd have to... I mean, at this point, I just pass them over, so no. I wouldn't know what's good or not. You know what I really think it is? is do you remember the Black Diamond VHS tapes that were going for hundreds of thousands of dollars? No, what's that? Yeah, they were on eBay, and they had a little Black Diamond on. I think that they were the Disney brand. You guys can you guys can correct me okay. if I'm wrong down in the comments. But they were going they were going for a ton of money, dude. Like seriously, and. What the conspiracy theory is, is that it was a way for somebody to launder some money. And so they were uh, buying these VHS tapes for gotcha. a lot of money. And okay. that's kind of what struck me as odd with these uh, McDonald's toys. People were going crazy over these McDonald's toys there for a while. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of like you. I've got some old Batman um, glasses and mugs and stuff like that from McDonald's. And, you know, from the 80s and 70s. And they're not worth very much at all. Right. Right. Well, okay. You just never know. Right. That's part of the fun. That's part of the fun of finding treasures, I suppose. Yeah. But um, speaking of that, a couple of weeks ago, I threw a challenge at you. We didn't get a chance to circle back to it last week after our last interview, but I wanted to. The challenge was you had to post something and like make a funny picture to see if it got extra attention or something different than what you would normally do. So did you do that at all? The awkward photo challenge? No. I've I didn't say awkward. That's your interpretation. You always, you always lean towards awkward. I like awkward. But, it's fun. Okay. So did you do it though? No, I didn't. I've been trying to think of the perfect oh. scenario to do this with. Okay. And what? Give me some ideas. What, what are some awkward scenarios I could throw out? It doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't that have does. to be awkward. It could be anything. So for example, I, I went super mellow just for fun. And I sold like an old Mario or I was selling an old Mario game. And I happened because I have kids. I happen to have like these old Mario toys. Like I have a, like a little y Yoshi and the little mushroom character. And so I put the little toys next to the, the game thinking maybe like, oh, that's like a fun little like toy thing with the game. Maybe that'll garner more attention. Mm -hmm. And it still hasn't sold. So fail, oh, nice. fail. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is I have a necktie, so maybe okay. wear it's like a novelty necktie. Maybe I should wear the novelty necktie and does eBay does that's, eBay 
Is that against the <laughs> no, wait, standards? Wait, the one that you're going to sell? You want, people are going to see you put wearing it, on, it. Put it on and wear it. And I'll hold one of my Christmas <laughs> ornaments up next to it. How about that? Um, I would like to purchase the necktie from the guy who has it around his greasy neck. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Brand new with tags. <laughs> oh my God. It's not new anymore. <laughs> no, oh I promise. I, you know, I owe you another video for something else too. So I'm going to do both okay. of those. All right. Well, I have a new challenge. So now I'm going to double up because it's not fun if we just have to wait for you for weeks on a single challenge. Right. So I'm ready. Uh, this one might even be harder to be honest, but here's what I've got. New challenge, and I challenge anybody else out there for this. Uh, for you, convince your wife that you should sell something that you haven't used in a long time. It could be something that is your wife's. It could be something that's yours that maybe she has some sort of a connection to, but it's just sitting around. It's collecting dust. Maybe it's got some sort of value to it. You just got to kind of free up some space. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. No, that's good. I, I will okay. win that challenge 100%. All right. <laughs> is that harder for you to do? Sometimes. Yeah. Right. Um, I have, I have strategies around some of that stuff, but and it's, it usually involves more kind of getting rid of it than selling it. But, um, some, it just depends, depends on timing. Like with anything else with your spouse, you just have to like time the question, right? Like, Hey, we haven't used this, so mm. let's sell it. <laughs> it's just sitting around. Like, um, what was something that we did that with? We bought a really, when we got a dog, we had a bit, really big dog crate. You sold your dog? Like, yeah, we saw our dog. Exactly. Nice. It was going to be crate trained. And so it was this massive crate that took up a lot of space, especially when it was set up. And we tried bringing the dog camping. The dog was not having it. The dog was like, I want to sleep in the tent. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up just like, I don't know, the dog won. And so we just had this crate sitting around. And it was like, well, but we might use it under this scenario. And we didn't. So I was like, let's sell it. So I, I won that battle. It okay. worked. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm still in that fresh eBay mode where I'm looking around my house and I'm looking at what I can list and, you know, what's valuable okay. and what I see money in. Like I have a box of snapback hats that I just need to list that I, they're still in a box. I never even look at them. Okay. I never wear them. Yeah. All right. Well, then you can go through her drawers and look for stuff. No, I'm not going through my wife's drawers. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, honey, <laughs> I noticed you haven't worn this shirt in a while. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a contentious uh discussion with us is we each get a we each get a closet and a half <laughs> in okay. our house and that's i'm not, a lot. I'm not right. touching her half of the closet <laughs> no. oh, fair enough fair enough i'll find something else though she just won't miss it yeah okay all right. all right well that's all i got for me do you have anything else going on i sold another christmas wreath okay motorized christmas train and a light, light up chris uh six inch light up christmas tree the other day Okay. Christmas stuff's cool. flying still, man. It is. Any more door hangers? Frosty Snowman? Well, the wreath. No, the Frosty Snowman. It's listed. If any of you guys want to buy it, get on my eBay store, <laughs> Pickers Podcast. It's listed okay. up there, ready to sell. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, good stuff. How about you? You got anything going on? Um, I did. In inspired from the last episode, I did start putting the, uh, what do you call it? Like the tithing where I have 10% going to Charitable. like Samaritan's Purse mm -hmm. from my eBay listings. And then the listings, you know, I'm not doing a ton each week. I'm doing like 10 to 12 a week at this point. And most of my listings sold pretty fast this week. So I don't know if that was as a result of that. That's not the intention behind why I listed it, but I just noticed that they sold fast this week. I had, I had kind of a bigger pile to bring to the post office. So that was, I don't know. That's something, that's right? Cool. So a yeah. bigger pile. How many, how many items are you selling a week? 
Well, I'm listing 10 to 12, so I'm typically selling like, I don't know, 8 to 10, I would say. Oh, wow. That's great, buddy. Yeah. That's a so lot. Not, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm working, so it's not like I have a ton of time to, to list things. and then. But I have a fixed inventory. I'm going to run out, you know, end of this month or into January. I'll probably be sold out, so I'll have to kind of figure out ways to source more things. How many items do you have yeah. in your store? Um, I don't have official store setup. I just, yeah, and like I said, I, I just delete items or I'll package them with other things and try to sell them different ways. I don't, I don't let them sit for too long typically. So yeah, I've got like right now I just have five listings up right now because most things have sold and probably three of those things I'm going to delete by the end of the week. Wow. Well, you're doing so, something yeah. right. If you're getting that kind of movement, you must be pricing things pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just look at, yeah, similar prices, but yeah. Thanks for asking, man. Nice. All right. Well, well, fellow pickers, it's time to find your own treasures one story at a time. And remember, it's not reselling if you're not selling Patagonia. <laughs>